Hey yo, it's Mark Chan with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Friday, August 18th. You can follow the show on social media at Fantasy Knockout. Make sure to subscribe whatever platform you're watching or listening on. And I got a goal this year, 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, so please, let's help that out. I'm excited for today's show. We're going to talk the tight end rankings. Quick question, though. Have you guys signed up to become that knockout member where you'll get uh, perks such as overall and flex rankings, the draft cheat sheets, because drafts are going on right now, guys, uh, trade chart through, through the season, and then priority questions and answers. Head over to the website, fantasyknockout.com, and sign up there. Let's talk some latest NFL news. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the news. News with views. Oh, man, we got a lot to go through today. Uh, to start off, running back Jonathan Taylor from Indianapolis. He left camp for personal reasons and that his absence is excused. So they said it's okay for him to leave. So Taylor had uh, he'd returned to the team earlier in the week to continue rehab on his ankle. So as of now, I am off Taylor until I get any kind of news that he's able to play with his contract and his ankle and all that stuff. I'm just I'm passing on his current price right now in drafts. Just not going to happen unless he falls several rounds later, which he's going in the first round now, right now. So if he's in late third, fourth round, that's when I'll start considering it. Um, until I get news, off Taylor, guys. Uh, running back Ezekiel Elliott, who's a free agent. Maybe not. Uh, he signs a one-year deal worth up to $6 million with the New England Patriots. So as expected, we assumed the Patriots was were going to bring in a veteran running back. Um, they what they worked out Fournette and some other guys, so this does hurt Ramondre a little bit. Um, you know, Zeke will steal some goal line works uh, that we were hoping that Ramondre were going to have this year. Zeke will probably catch some balls that we were hoping Ramondre would have more of. But um, I still view this similar to Zeke. He's lost a step. He's not the same back that he was in Dallas. This is similar to what like Damian Harris and Ramondre were last year. So Ramondre still has that high upside. I think I moved him down in my rankings to like running back ten or twelve, somewhere in that range. He's not he's not six or seven like I was hoping for. Uh, and then running back Dalvin Cook, he signed a one year deal for eight point six million with the New York Jets. A little shocking there. I thought he my my guess was he was going to go to Miami, but New York they're investing, they're going all in, they're pushing all their chips in. So I've kind of assumed, like I said, I assumed he would be in Miami, but, you know, hey, this is going to hurt Brees Hall some, and it's going to, actually, it's going to hurt both of them. Um, And what I mean by hurt, like, it's going to bring their ceilings down, so that high-end, like, top-tier running back that we were hoping for in Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook this year is not going to happen. Um, they're just going to eat into each other's workloads. I don't think they're going to get as much opportunity that we would want as fantasy managers for those stud players to have. Uh, so they're going to be solid RB2s this year, so draft them as such. Running back Kendra Miller from New Orleans. Uh, he has returned to practice, so that was good news. He left the preseason game with a sprained knee, um, so I'm just glad to see it's not anything serious there. Uh, tight end Mike Gusecki from New England. He sustained a separated shoulder. Uh, report is that he's okay and he's not in jeopardy of missing any time. Uh, running back J.K. Dobbins, he's been activated from the PUP list, and his head coach, John Harbaugh, said Dobbins is 100% healthy. So that's good news. So Dobbins should be ready to go. I know he still wants a contract, so we'll see if that is still looming. All right, the tight end T.J. Hawkinson out of Minnesota, he returned to practice. Um, there had been whispers about Hawkinson holding a hold-in, right, for a contract. 
Nope. Turns out it was an ear infection. So, who knew? Now he's back. That's the first time I've heard of an ear infection for a football player missing practice. But I'm sure those things are painful. Haven't had one since I was a little kid. But uh, glad that he's back. Quarterback Anthony Richardson from Indianapolis. Uh, he's been named the starter. Kind of anticipating this, but good news for the kid. Give him all the confidence that he needs to go going into the season. Uh, running back Brees Hall from the Jets. He has now returned to practice. Kind of interesting how once Dalvin signs, he's now back. Hmm. Wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown. He's expected to miss a few days of practice with an ankle injury. Um, it was thought to that basically it was thought to be worse, uh, but just you know a few days of rest and he'll be back to normal. So that's good news. Sigh of relief for Amon Ra. Uh, wide receiver Russell Gage from Tampa Bay. He was carted off the field Wednesday. Uh, Gage went down with a non-contact injury to his knee and is likely to miss the season. So that's not good. Uh, running back Miles Sanders from Carolina, his head coach Frank Reich said that Miles, his groin, is getting close to a return to practice, so that's good news. Also said that uh, Sanders will not likely play in any preseason game, so they're just saving him for the regular season. They know he's the guy there. Uh, wide receiver Devontae Adams from the Raiders, uh, he'd returned to practice. He missed some time last, some time last week uh, with a leg injury, but he's back now, so that's good news. Wide receiver Traylon Burks out of Tennessee. He was carted off the field with an apparent leg injury uh, Wednesday. An MRI revealed uh, a sprained LCL. So he'll be sidelined a few weeks. So, I mean, this is good news that it's, it's just the sprain and nothing more. Uh, wide receiver Jordan Addison from Minnesota. He entered the league's... Bleh. Wide receiver Jordan Addison out of Minnesota. He entered the league's concussion protocol... Uh, the team expects him to be okay and return to practice uh, after this weekend. So that's good news there. And then quarterback Aaron Rodgers from the Jets. He suffered an apparent calf injury last Tuesday during practice. Hope this will not be a lingering issue for him all season because he did have that calf strain that he tweaked earlier in OTAs and then now this one. So hopefully he can stay healthy and get that thing healed. And then the last bit of news. Good news. Running back Joe Mixon from Cincinnati. He was found not guilty of aggravated menacing charges. Again, great news for Joe. So he's in the clear. No looming suspension at all for him. Main event. Main event, the tight end rankings. Uh, I'm going to be talking about half-point PPR scoring, so that's how I'm ranking my players, just so you guys are aware. Number one, Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. So entering his age 34 season, Kelsey has finished as either the tight end one or tight end two in fantasy in every season going back to 2016. He had his best red zone season of his career last year, leading the entire NFL, wide receivers included, in red zone targets, receptions, and touchdowns. Yes, all three categories. Operating as Pat Mahomes' top receiving option, I won't fault anyone for aggressively targeting Kelsey early in drafts. Number two, Mark Andrews of the Baltimore Ravens. So after catching 107 passes for 1,361 yards and nine touchdowns and leading all tight ends in fantasy scoring in 2021, Mark Andrews was off to a hot start in 2022 before his production fell off in October. So from weeks one through six, Andrews averaged 15.9 points per game as a tight end two, uh, which would have made him a top 12 fantasy wide receiver in that sample. Uh, his target completion technically got tougher this year with Odell Beckham Jr. and rookie Zay Flowers on the roster. But Andrews is the offense's wide receiver number one until he's not. Number three, 
TJ Hawkinson of the Minnesota Vikings. So after a trade to Minnesota, he averaged 9.4 targets and 6.6 receptions per game. It's just not possible to find that type of uh, consistent usage for tight ends around the NFL. We know Justin Jefferson will do his thing, and rookie Jordan Assen should be a solid separator. But we expect Minnesota to remain one of those more pass-happy offenses in the NFL. They ranked inside the top five in pass rate in 2022. He's a high-floor tight end that needs seven-plus touchdowns to truly reach his fantasy ceiling, a total which he's never hit in his career. Number four, Darren Waller of the New York Giants. So after putting together back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons in 2019 and in 2020, Waller has missed 14 games due to injury over the last two seasons. Now with the Giants, Waller could see a lot of targets for a team that lacks size at the wide receiver position. Number five, Kyle Pitts of the Atlanta Falcons. So after becoming the first tight end in 50 seasons to have 1,000 receiving yards as a rookie, Kyle Pitts has a bitterly disappointing sophomore season, finishing with 28 catches for 356 yards and two touchdowns, and missing the last six games of the season with a torn MCL. Pitts will be a high-risk, high-reward fantasy option this year, but at least he'll be cheaper in this year's drafts than he was last year. Number six, Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles. So over the last two years, Goddard has averaged 56.7 yards per game and a wildly efficient 10.6 yards per target. He finished fifth in fantasy points per game last year. Goddard is a playmaking tight end who's averaging 13.8 yards per catch over the last two years. Um, His target upside may be limited. However, since the Eagles were the fourth most run heaviest team in the league last season, and since Goddard has to also share targets with wide receivers A.J. Brown and Devontae Adams, or Devontae Smith, not Adams, Devontae Smith, Goddard hasn't scored more than five touchdowns in any of his five NFL seasons. Number seven, George Kittle of the 49ers. Uh, Kittle remains one of the NFL's most talented tight ends and is arguably the hardest to tackle. He's coming off a strange season in which he scored 11, a career-high 11 touchdowns, but he averaged only 51 receiving yards per game. Uh, The fewest since his rookie year since 2017. Uh, Kittle has been remarkably efficient as a pass catcher with a career average of 9.6 yards per target. Uh, The question is whether Kittle will be targeted often enough to suit fantasy managers. Uh, The 49ers are in flux at the quarterback position and Kittle will have to share targets with running back Christian McCaffrey, uh, wide receivers Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk. Number eight, Pat Fryermuth of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So after a promising rookie season in which he had 60 catches for 497 yards and seven touchdowns, the Muth, he scored only two touchdowns last year, but the Muth drew 98 targets in his second season and finished with 63 catches for 732 yards. The former second round draft pick from Penn State offers a solid fantasy floor as a key component for the Pittsburgh passing game. Number nine, David Njoku of the Cleveland Browns. So Njoku has already played six years in the league and is still somehow only 27 years old. Uh, He's coming off a career high in target share, which is 18.6% and receptions of 58, but he has yet to score more than four touchdowns in a season. Uh, If the Browns offense can get back on track with Deshaun Watson and the touchdown variant swings his way, uh, Njoku has top five upside this year. Number 10, Evan Ingram of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Ingram logged tight end six numbers while earning 98 targets, which was six most among tight ends, for a solid 17% target share last year. 
Um, I believe Trevor Lawrence has a chance to take that step forward this year and support multiple fantasy options. But with Calvin Ridley on, now in town, there are a lot of mouths to feed in that offense. And I'm fine with Ingram as a mid to late round option. But if there's another manager in your league that's willing to take him at or above his ADP, I don't mind passing on Ingram. All right, the rest of the tight ends, 11 through 20. Number 11 is Tyler Higby from the Rams. 12 is Greg Dolchish from Denver. I like his uh, upside this year. Hopefully they use him a lot. Number 13 is Dalton Kincaid, the rookie out of Buffalo. Uh, 14 is Chig Okonko out of Tennessee. Uh, 15 is Dalton Schultz out of Houston. 16 is Cole Clement from Chicago. 17 is Juan Johnson out of New Orleans. 18 is Tyler Conklin from the Jets. And 19 is Gerald Everett from the Chargers. And 20 is Sam Laporta, rookie out of Detroit. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is the My Guys Show. I love doing that show. One of my favorites. Uh, I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe, whatever platform you're on. Please leave that rating and review. It really helps me out. All right. Till next time. See ya.